This is the MIBTOnline.com podcast featuring recordings from our weekly and monthly live streaming meetings. To see the videos discussed in the podcast and be part of the discussion, please consider joining our association at MIBTOnline.com. Now, here's the show. Tim Key for MIBTOnline.com, our first uh, meeting of 2021. Yes, that's right, we're in 2021. And normally, what we have done in years past here at MIBTOnline.com, we'd have our one meeting in January, one meeting in February, because this would be the off-season. So that's how we kind of roll. But right now, because part of the country had a season already, another part of the country is hopefully going to have a season here in the next month or two. This is kind of like August. It's kind of like the second season. So we did all those preseason meetings back in August for the people who are officiating football and just for our, the rest of us to keep our minds sharp. So hopefully the people from the fall are now joining us now to keep their minds sharp for next year and the people who are going to be officiating football sometime here, hopefully in the future, the Californians, the New Mexicans, the Oregons, uh, Illinoisans, you name it, some East Coast. Um, hopefully they're going to, we're gonna all get together and we're going to think about football and get our minds ready to go. So. As you can see on my little graphic here, it says Update City. So funny story to share with you, not that you care, but I'm going to share it with you anyway. Uh, Microsoft is awesome. Let me tell you, I just love Microsoft They, you know, and Windows. They decide that they're going to just update your computer at any given time now. And my computer that I had was uh, it had all the stuff ready to go for the, tonight's meeting. It is in the middle of a major update and has been so for the last three hours. So I just switched to backup computer. So we're going to try to show, still have a lot of the videos. It's going to be a little different. I'm going to try to show them off of YouTube so we won't have some of the bells and whistles that we normally do. But we're definitely going to talk some football. So I want to thank you for joining us. We're going to get to our meeting here. It might be abbreviated. It might be a, a quicker meeting. We're going to try to meet every week. We'll, we may change the schedule. Look, uh, check your email, though. I will send out an updated schedule uh, to let you know if we're going to change something. But right now, we're going to see what happens. We're going to try to meet every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central, talk some football, and see how it goes. So I want to welcome in Robert Ybarra. Robert's with us in studio, social distancing. Robert, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Tim. I'm excited about talking about football with all our uh, members and with you tonight. We got a lot of meat on the bone. No matter how late the, this meeting's going to be, you're going to really enjoy it because we've got some exciting plays to show. Yeah, I think we're, we're going to have a, a lot of cool things to discuss. I'm not sure if we have anybody in with us. No, nobody's here. So we've got no, uh, we got no Mike. We got no Stan and uh, Bill who was supposed to join us, he forgot he had a previous commitment with another association. So uh, it was too bad because a lot of these plays were going to involve Bill. But Bill will be hopefully back with us next week. And he's doing the national championship game on Monday. So you want to check him out. He was also on the Sugar Bowl, and I think he was uh, on the Alamo Bowl or something like that. So he's been on a couple bowls, um, and I'm sure you heard him if you were watching. So normally what we have done in our first meeting of the year is we do a bowl recap where we go back to some of the bowl games and some of the plays that have happened in the bowl games but what i'm going to do first here i'll get uh, we'll get out of this what i'm going to do first and like i said this is all going to be on we're going to try to stream this stuff through youtube i'm going to first start off we had a play of the week a month ago so first i want to thank everybody who came and watched the chris the, the holiday party that was a lot of fun before the holiday party though we did raise a lot of money for, for Ump's Care, which was great. But before the holiday party, we had our play of the week. So let's go wide on this. And uh, this is the play of the week 
from the last time we were together. So hopefully this won't be too jumpy because I know we're playing it out, we're streaming it, and I'm hoping it's not going to be, be too, too jumpy because we had this run up here to the top of the screen and there was some question as to whether or not the runner was down and then there was a fumble and then you know we have a, we have a, 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 a judgment. It's going to play again. Hopefully, like I said, I apologize for being a little jumpy because we are, we are streaming it and let's see what happens. Okay, so we, we've got a, an official on the sideline who rules it down. It looks like we've got an umpire coming across who is going to rule this, you know, something else. So let me go back to it here real quick. We'll just pull it back up and just go to the still of it. So that's where we're at. That's where that runner was. Let's see if I can't stop it right where he may lose the ball. So the ball's on the ground right there. So now the defender comes and a defender picks it up and then does it, should we, should we have been killing this? So that's, that's, that was the, the, the question. Now, I do have the results. Once again, I don't have a great graphic because of what I just told you what happened. In fact, it's still, it's like, you know, I have it right over here. I can go grab it hopefully when it comes up, but it's still doing its thing. So I asked uh, from the play of the week if the runner was down, if the defender was down, or um, if, the, uh, if it should have stayed live, if, you know, because the, the defender picked up the ball and, and took off. So 19% said that the runner was down. 75% that said the defender was down, and 6% said that it should have stayed live. Now, where the question was, or where the interesting part of this was, let's go back, we'll go back wide on the play and see if I can't get it to stop right where I want it to, was that when it was fumbled, the defender right here, I don't know if you can, that defender picked up the ball, and he's got the ball right now. So the question was, you know, did he actually possess the ball with his knees on the ground. So now he's got it. So right there, it looks like, you know, he may have it and his knee may be on the ground. It's kind of hard to maybe, do we want to split hairs. I don't know, but that's where he has the ball. If his knees off the ground, that's a live ball. If his knees on the ground, it's dead. Our umpire was right on this. And this is the interesting thing on this play. Go wide on it again. So our head linesman, he's pointing it down. But then our umpire comes and he sees, and now he's pointing, he's pointing that the, the, the defender is down. So the headlinesman pointed that the runner was down. The umpire points that the defender is down. So Robert, you see a play like this. We've got kind of contradicting signals. It turns out that they go with the headlinesman because he's there, and that, and that was kind of his call, and his whistle may have been going before the umpire. But on a play like this, it's kind of hard to, to, to see that or to, to kind of figure out why we killed a play like this if we're the headlinesman because there's no way he would have seen leather and ball and down and all that because that didn't happen. It's pretty clear that it was a fumble. Agreed. It's, uh, it's definitely clear that it's a fumble. Now, mechanically, uh, as, a, as a back judge, I'm not going to speak on behalf of the umpire, but as a crewmate on the field, when I see the defense obtain possession and instead of pointing down to the ground, I'm killing the clock. And that doesn't bring any confusion to why we're going to stop this play right now. Why are you stopping the clock, Robert? Now my crew, okay, let's get together. I'm going to tell you why I'm stopping the clock, crew, because I got the defender securing possession of the ball with his knee on the ground. That is a great point because the argument could be that maybe the umpire was calling the runner down because he wasn't killing the clock. But I think sometimes we get excited 
and we forget our basic mechanics. And we talk a lot here about those basic mechanics because they do communicate what's going on. Robert got nailed it. If he's coming in killing it, that's telling me and everybody else he's got to change the possession because it's not past the line of gain. It's first down. We're only going to kill the clock if we have a reason to do so and a change of possession is. Let's throw up the text line. I don't know how many viewers we have tonight, but if you want to text us and we have that running tonight, I talked about in the email, maybe having the phone lines up, but because we're going through the update, it looks like my computer might be ready to go. So maybe I'll be able to swap it out here in a minute. But um, you can text us if you've got any comments or you want to you know, jump in on this and we'll, we'll, try to, uh, we'll try to field those comments as we move along. So that was, uh, well, I see Robert, he, he may have already have one. Robert, what do you got? We do have a viewer that he wrote in uh, inadvertent whistle here. So that was, was that an option? Yeah, that was. The play should, the play should have been live. And so we'll go back to the play because that's where, where we were talking about if was the guy's knee off the ground. And, you know, we'll, we'll run it here real time and you'll see, you know, like it's like I apologize, it might be jumping a little bit. So now, boom, he's got possession of the ball. The defender right here has possession of the ball or he may have possession of the ball. We don't know. We can't see leather 100%. If you're the judge, if you're the ruling official and you've got that clear possession in the knee down, then it's not. But if he's coming up, now let me ask you this, Robert, do we want to split hairs on this? I mean, do we want to, you know, let the, let the guy go if it's just barely coming off? I mean, what's, what do you think our axiom would be on this? When in doubt, is he down? When in doubt, is he not down? What, how would you rule with that? That's where Bill, Bill being here would be fantastic. But in, in this situation, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be premature to uh, blow my whistle and kill it without having a uh, secure judgment that possession was uh, made. Because you know how defenders come flying in to secure a loose ball, and many times they try to scoop and score with it, but uh, you know, then they themselves muff the, the loose ball. So definitely don't want to uh, blow my whistle while allow the play to continue and therefore, since I'm not going to split hairs, was his knee down or not? I didn't. I don't see him securing the ball until he was more upright, and I saw the ball. So I don't have my whistle blown there at all, and the ball is still remaining live. And if I hear a whistle from my crewmate, now we're going to kill the play, and we're going to go to my crewmate and say, "What the heck are you blowing your whistle for?" And we're going to talk about it. Well, and that's <laughs> unfortunately, though, going back to the comment. That's where we're at then. Inadvertent whistle. Let's talk about that, okay? So we've got, let's say you were in the, the 6%. You did have that possession, and you did have the runner coming off of the ground before getting that possession. So we do have a live ball. And now we've got a whistle. What are we, how, how are we going to handle that? We talked about this a few weeks ago. I don't know if you remember. We, we went in, we dove into the inadvertent whistle. So I should throw it over to to Alex, who's running the board tonight, because see he was paying attention when we talked about the inadvertent whistle. But I want to put him on. I don't want to put him on the spot tonight, because he'd be like, "What's an inadvertent whistle?" Um, but so, so the inadvertent whistle on this one is actually pretty simple, because you've got a loose ball. It, it, here's the thing: who was in possession last? Who was in possession last? Now, if you've got possession prior to the inadvertent whistle, then the team who has possession gets to choose what they want to do, the result of the play or replay of the down. If the defense has possession, they're obviously going to take the result of the play. Even though they don't get to run it back, they get to have it where the whistle killed it, they're going to want the ball. But if you 
blow that whistle, that whistle blows before that kid picks the ball up and possesses it, the offense now gets the choice and they can take the result of the play, which really there isn't because it's a loose ball. They're going to go back and they're going to have to replay the down. That's what's going to end up happening there. So, Robert, I mean, that's, that's our choices in this. We, we have no other way to, to handle it. Agre that agreed, and the viewers agree. So uh, thank you for bringing that to our attention. Thank you for bringing clarity and closure to it. Yep. All right. So it looks like uh, it's still doing its thing. So I might be able to get my computer back, but we'll see. So, all right. So like I said, what we normally do this meeting is we talk about the bowl games and things that happen. And I wish we had Bill with us because, like I said earlier, Bill was on some of these and, and, and he's involved with that ESPN. Unfortunately, like I said, last minute, within like the last 10 minutes, I found out that he wasn't going to be here. So we're going to still go through some of these plays because I think they're important. And I think this first play, you know, every once in a while, we take tests. We take all these, I mean, well, not every once, we take tests every year, but every once in a while, play actually happens that's kind of on a, it's one of those test question plays where when we do take the test, we're like, this is never gonna happen. Why are we, this is just to try to trip us up and, and how are we really going to handle this? It, will this actually happen? Well, let's go to our next play that we're gonna talk about tonight. And, and this is, I like to call this, this is one of those rule book plays. All right, this was from the Peach Bowl. So we're gonna go wide on this. We're gonna let it run through here. So we're gonna go wide. So interception by team B. And then, hang on, I'm getting some audio. Yeah, there's the speaker button down in the left-hand corner. You can, you can shut that microphone mm. off. Yeah, oh. let me see. It's Let's over see. by the number, right by the time. Right, no, I got it. I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see where the audio's coming from. Oh, you know where the audio's coming from? <laughs> the audio's coming from the, the new computer. All right, hang on one second. Robert. Tell me what, tell me while I turn that audio off. Man, my, my computer started, my new, my computer that was being updated just started playing on its own. Maybe it wants to get involved here. It wants to get involved in this, uh, in this conversation. So we're going to, we're going to show this play. I'm going to go maybe switch out computers. Robert, tell us what you did over the holidays. Tell us what games you watched. How did you spend your, your, you know, your football holiday, your, your, and just kind of give us a rundown. Yeah, I have a very understanding wife and uh, children. And they know that this time of year, it's, it's all about uh, college football. So I've been watching a lot of college football. The games that I tuned in are probably the same ones that you've tuned into. But being from the Midwest, of course, I wanted to watch Northwestern play. I wanted to watch, you know, Notre Dame play from South Bend, Indiana, when they went up against Alabama. And, uh, and I was uh, absolutely impressed. I was impressed with the athleticism. And I was impressed with the officiating crews. Uh, there's certainly a lot of things that we could talk about and learn from during those games. But I think that's what I enjoy most. I become a fan. I like watching the college football game just like you do. And I hope to hear from you tonight on these plays because Tim and I want to interact with you guys on uh, what your thoughts are. And we have a beauty to show the, uh, com coming right out of the gate with Cincinnati here. You'll notice that there was a, uh, an interception in the end zone and then there was an actual fumble from the end zone into the field of play. And boy, it's just so much fun to be able to discuss this together so we can learn from it because normally we just see these on test uh, uh, exams, uh, you know, during our annual event for your respective uh, state. Like in Illinois, we have all these random quiz exams on, or exams on different play situations. And, you know, sometimes uh, we think that, oh, that'll never happen to me. And here it happened 
uh, in a bowl game, and we even had Rogers Redding, who was uh, the editor for the NCAA, who commented was on the game to, to share his views. And uh, I think we can all learn from this because I don't think Roger was even correct on his explanation when he went live to it. So tonight, Alex is going to put up that text number. We're going to invite you to uh, share your thoughts, your viewpoints, and, uh, and we're going to make this a lot of fun. So Tim's going to have I think his so, computer dude. up. Input five. Have you seen input five up there? Input five's up. Hey, we got my computer back. How about it? All right. So now we can, we can roll through this a little bit. Uh, we can roll through it a little better. So I do apologize for, for, uh, for that. But guess what? Now we're going we're gonna to do it the way we should have been doing it to, be, to begin with. So thank, like I said, thank uh, Microsoft for all that. But uh, let me, uh, let's get this thing going here. We're going to pull up the computer here. Hmm, this PC, here we go. Let's get everything running. All right, here it is. Did a lot of work on this tonight, today. All right, so let's see where we have. We're going to do the Peach Bowl. All right, so we're going to get this play up as it's, as it's loading. Robert said, "This is a this is one of those those plays like I mentioned earlier that can be a is, is a test question type play. So let me pull it up on the draw function so we can we can run through it here. Uh, it's thinking about it. Come on down. All right, there we go. Perfect. All right, let's go. Let's go. Well, we'll go wide on this play once it pulls up here. It's uh." It's going to do it, I promise. I absolutely. All right, here we go. Perfect. Let's go wide. We're going to go wide on the play. So here it is. So now, I want you to focus at the top of the screen. We've got this catch in the end zone, interception. We've got a fumble, and now we've got a potential recovery. So you're going to see it again here a couple different times. First, the officials get together. The back judge... Everybody gets together. Now, the one thing, look, we got a coach. We got a coach here. Okay, so everybody's talking. All the officials are talking. They got, they got eight officials out here to figure this one out, okay? So that's a, that's a lot of officials. And, you know, I know we talk mainly high school here, but like I said, this is one of those days where we like to kind of talk about some of these plays because this is applicable to the high school game. So here's your replay. You know, it looks like, uh, you know, potential catch, interception, ball leaves the end zone. Uh, got a uh, recovery by team uh, B, and then the ball is down in the end zone. So once again, you're going to see it again in slow motion, so everybody kind of knows exactly what's going on. Here it is. All right, fumble possibly. Ball comes out of the end zone, and then all right, here we go. So so the, you're getting another shot of this. You're getting lots of angles. That's a great thing about bowl games. There's like 10, 15 cameras. You get to see this from, from a bunch of different angles. One last, one last angle, one last. All right, so there you go. So that's all the angles on this. So now we're going to go back to the beginning of it. But here's, we're going to break this play down. Because pretend like you're on this game. Let's say this is a high school state championship game, a high school Friday night game. It doesn't matter. This play happens in your game. So there are a lot of components that are going on. You know, we talk about, like, I don't know if you saw uh, or you've seen these things called master class. 
it's a website now where you can go to these masters, you know, they, these people like celebrities will teach you stuff. Well, this is kind of a master class. This is like taking this fo football to the next level, how we're going to break this play down because there's so many moving parts. So let's start out with the first moving part. We'll go wide on it again. So the first moving part on this is you have to decide right here, this play right here, the first decision to make on this play is whether or not this is a catch or not. And you might say, come on, Tim, this is a catch. Well, I don't know if it's a catch or not because that's what I have to decide as a covering official. One, does he have possession long enough? So we'll go back because I don't want to show that one in replay because every time when you do a replay, it always looks like they caught the ball. So you want to make this type of judgment in real time. So we'll go wide and you'll in real time, you got to ask yourself, did he have it long enough? Did he possess it? Did he come down with control? We'll show it one more time, and then I'm going to ask Robert what he thinks. And go ahead and text us in if you think, because this is the first component. This is the most, this is the most important at this point because it's the first step in what's going to bring us in a lot of things down the road. So, because so, if this is an incomplete pass, none of this, this stuff matters. So there it was. Robert, you saw that in real time? Do your back judge on this, okay? You're there, you see it. Is this enough to where you're going to say, yeah, this is a catch, this is an interception in the end zone, I've got a catch there? Yeah, the benefit of being a back judge in this play is that you are, in fact, on the end line and you are still. So your eyes aren't moving and your laser focused. So you have good vision, good sight line. I'm seeing a football move. I'm seeing it. Now, I'm admitting that. That's what I'm judging here on this chair, but that's how I would judge it on the field of play as well. I got a football move by the defender, and that ball is intercepted, and we have a loose ball. That's what I'm ruling. Okay, so we got a catch and a fumble. Robert does. Uh, if, go ahead and check the text, see if we got anything like that. My personal opinion on this is the same thing. You know, in real time, I'm looking at this. He brings it in. He, he turns. You know, a lot of times we want to say, you know, uh, incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. You hear, that, you hear us say that a lot, but... He, he goes up, he, 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 right there he's got possession, he's got a foot down in bounds, so now would you call that a touchdown? That's, the, that's what you have to ask yourself. If this was the offensive team, would this be a touchdown? Yes, because, that's a, because now he's got it. Now the play is dead. If this was the offensive team, nothing else can happen. But since it's the defensive team, a lot of things can happen. But that is how I'm going to make my de determination. Would I call this a touchdown? Yes. If I'm going to call this a touchdown, then I'm going to call this a fumble by the defense because he has now made enough of a, of a football move, as Robert was saying, to where it warrants that. Any, uh, any text on this? Though, yeah, we're, get, we're getting a lot of texts. Uh, we're getting a lot of texts that say it's a catch, but we are getting a couple that say it's not a catch. So we're not 100% in, in agreement on this one as a uh, viewership. Okay. I, I can understand why you would go. I just don't – I can understand because you, you want to see that clear – possession, but I, I'm looking at it. Boom. Got it. You know, now let's see if we can't get another angle. I, we will look at another angle of this because let's go to this angle. It's slow motion. Now you got to be careful with slow motion, but look, he's got it. He's got it. Does he lose it there? Yeah, he, that ball's not moving. Let's see if we can't get another, another angle of this. So here it is again, another slow motion angle. He's turning. He looks like he's got, that ball isn't moving. He takes a step. Now it's punched out. I, 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 
My personal opinion is no. I, I got to catch on this. I mean, if you rule it incomplete, you rule it incomplete. But let's go back. You know, and I, and I, I had so many things to talk about this play, and because of the computer, I was actually, uh, I was kind of, I forgot the first point of this because this play has so many parts. The first part that we actually forgot to talk about was, was there any type of PI? So let's go to the replay on this up here. You have to ask yourself now, the first actual, the first judgment on this play before catch, no catch was, is this PI? Did the offensive player or the defensive player do something that would have constituted an illegal action? So let's go back to the, this shot is probably the best shot of, to, to take a look. So here we've got contact. You, you look like, do we, have a, do we have a grab here? Do we have a grab here? Is it possible that we've got either of those or they're both playing the ball? They're both looking back at the ball. See, you can see their, their eyes. They're both coming back at the ball. So there you go. Now, this, we got a little bit of grab, a little bit of a pull maybe. Is he looking at the ball? Is he look, you know, who's looking at the ball? Is he playing the man? These are all questions that we have to ask ourselves. Is this enough? And then he turns and catches the ball. So, Robert, I, I was mistaken. You know, that's, you know, there's so many things going on. I even forgot the first thing to talk about. Now, let's take you back. You're the back judge, Robert. Do you have anything on this play? It actually reminds me of a play that you had in the state final. I've lived, I've lived it. I've, I've, lived, I've lived the play, in fact. Uh, okay, so now, based on my experience of, of working a, a game that had significance in a state final, I don't see a foul here. I don't. I see uh, chicken fighting. I see it neutralized. And I see great athleticism by the defender. I'm not going to cheat him out of an interception in this particular play. And you got to breathe it out as a back judge. Let it breathe out. There's no need to fly your yellow flag out there uh, prematurely. Let it play out. See how it evolves. Now you got an interception, man. Let's let's play football and let this thing evolve. Right. Exactly. I. <laughs> it's funny because you look at it and from the play, you know, the chicken fight, chicken fight. Who's gaining an advantage here? I don't know if anybody's truly gaining an advantage. In fact, it looks like there, no, there's no push off. So even if you've got the hands that are kind of locked, nobody's pushing off. They're just, they're just jockeying for position. And the defender is watching the ball the majority of the time. Now he actually breaks away and it almost looks like the offensive player might be trying to grab onto him there. So he can't make the catch because he realizes that this is going to be an interception, but he breaks away from that. Nothing really. And then, like we talked about before, makes the catch. Robert, anybody texting that they would have gone DPI, OPI, or, or what's it look like out there? I have a, gr I have a great uh, viewer that said, you know, they would go incomplete because when they see it evolving in chaos, it's the easiest way to rule on this particular situation. So that, thank you, viewer, for sharing that comment because it is true. If you got incomplete, it you know, all ends. A, it, everything else is uh, insignificant. Right, but if you've got DPI or OPI, well, there, that can change it all, too. That also can change anybody, it. Anybody comment on the OPI or DPI? Have you seen anything on that? No one, we, has, no one has commented that they have offensive or defensive right. pass interference yet. And I don't think, I don't think there is. So, but it's, these are, this is what the, the great thing about what we're doing on this play is there's, in, in many plays, there's so many aspects of the game of football that happen on this play alone that it really makes us focus and we need to have that focus when we're out there. So we've got the first one, which I actually made the second one, but OPI, DPI, any PI. Now we're going to say no. 
catch, no catch. We're not 100% across the board with, our, with everybody, but it seems like most people are going to go with a catch on this, at least Robert and I are. So now we're going to take this now, we've added, a, so layer one, layer two. Let's go to layer three. So we have to ask ourselves right now, we go to our touchdown, touchback, safety mentality. Who put the ball in the end zone? Force, all that momentum. All that stuff is now in play. So let's go wide on it again, Alex. So now we're going to put all this stuff in play. We're going to go back to this point of the play in real time. The ball is now in the end zone. Okay, so the ball has been put in the end zone. Who put the ball in the end zone? We have to ask ourselves that question. The offense put the ball in the end zone. Why? Because they threw it and Team B intercepted it. So now, Robert, if the ball's in the end zone by Team A, and they put it there, let's say we're not to this point yet where it's, where it's left the end zone. If the ball doesn't leave the end zone now, okay, it never leaves, and something happens, Team B is tackled there, they're down there, it's, pretty, it's a pretty simple ruling at this point because Team A put the ball in the end zone, so what, where do we go? What's our next, next place to go? The back judge is coming in with the touchback mechanic, and the ball is dead because it's in possession, the ball's down, and uh, in possession of the B player, which results in a touchback, we're going to the 20, going out. Okay, so that's, so that's pretty easy. When, we, when it comes to the goal line, we always ask ourselves, who put the ball in the end zone? How did the ball get in the end zone? If we ask ourselves that question first, most of, the time, most of the time, we're going to come up with the right answer in regards to whether it should be a touchdown, a touchback, or a safety, or maybe even something else, like the momentum exception or whatnot. Okay, so now we know Team A put the ball in the end zone, but now the ball is leaving the end zone. So let's go wide, wide on it again. So now the ball has left the end zone. So Robert, once the ball leaves the end zone now, what can happen now? Now the ball's out of the end zone. Did anybody put the ball in the end zone? No, right? Because it's left the end zone now, correct? Correct. The, the ball is live and it's loose. So we have a loose ball in the field of play because it's not in the end zone. It's in the field of play and it's loose. We have no player possession. Correct. So now we've got, so now everything's back on the board. So if the ball goes back into the end zone again, we have to now revert to that question. Who put the ball in the end zone? It's no longer team A at this point because the ball has left. That the, the, onus of teammate putting the ball or the responsibility of teammate putting the ball in the end zone is now gone because the ball's out. So now we've got a clean slate in this regard. So we'll go wide. We'll go wide on it again. And so now it looks like team B does then recover. Now the ball ends up back in the end zone. All right. So now we're asking ourselves that question. So like I said, there's a big, there's a big discussion about this. But before we get to that, breaking that down, this is what I want to talk about. This right here. Robert, this is a big no-no. I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, when you bring everybody together because we want, this is a weird play and we want to make sure we get it right. But this is the coach of the, the visiting team or, you know, it's a bowl game, but you know what I mean, the coach from the opposite sideline who's coming into this conversation. How, I mean, how do we handle this? I mean, this is one of those where it's going to look bad because the coach on the other side is going to see that coach in the huddle. How would you handle this? Yeah, officials, this is a great uh, reminder even for myself. I was working a spring game at Ohio State, I'm proud to say, and I'll never forget, um, there was a Big Ten official that told me, Robert, the play's not over 
until the players are separated and are going back to their respective huddles or sideline. If you notice here, if you went back and Tim showed it, yep. the players are kind of mixed up with the officials. Now you got coaches, you got a ball boy even on the field. You'll see the ball boy with the bag uh, on the field. The bottom line is you have not cleaned. The play has not finished because it's not cleaned yet. So there's no need to discuss with your crewmates until it's cleaned. Uh, so to that point, we have an issue where uh, we did not address the end of the play with the proper mechanics of cleaning the players away from each other. And in this case, the coach as well, which uh, I think the coach came out to, if I remember right, to kind of help his own players. Well, yeah, if you go back, we'll go back to the play here real quick. You'll see that, I mean, it does, it kind of goes ahead just because there's a lot of fluff, but you'll see initially, you know, the players were on the field. So, yeah, he kind of was, everybody's trying to get everybody off Usher, but then he comes, he heads right towards the officials. And if I am, if I am one of these guys and I, see, and I you know, one of, this, one of the officials here and I see this ha- coming, I'm getting, I am right away starting to walk him back yes. here. Because right now, we're in kind of a pickle in this situation because, he is, I mean, I'm not saying he's arguing. He might not be arguing. He might just be wanting to know what's going on. But ultimately, do you, would you have a flag here or we have a sideline warning or are we just going to try to usher him away as fast as possible? Yeah, it, this goes back to my prior point. Clean the play up. So, no, I mean, if you can avoid throwing a flag here. There's no unsportsmanlike behavior necessarily on this head coach, but you have to mechanically walk that coach back to the team box, and you have to show authority in having that done with, with the sense of urgency. And uh, that's, that's on us. So we're not going to you know, say, hey, that, the coach shouldn't have been there, the player shouldn't have been there. No, we take responsibility as officials to clean that up and, and get those in, uh, escorted uh, coaches off to the off to the sideline. Well, go, we'll go back to the play real quick, you, or you could just leave it right there. You see all the officials; they're like pointing. You gotta go, dude. You gotta go. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely we want it. We don't want this situation because it just doesn't look good. The optics of it don't look great. All right. So now let's let's continue on. So we've got all these pieces of this puzzle. So we're still trying to figure out what happened with the ball. Where was the ball down? All right. So. You can see, like I said, all the officials are talking about. This was a long conversation. This took a while because everybody's going through their mind. They're asking themselves those questions that I was, you know, I mentioned earlier. So now, now the, the slow motion could come into play. So we already discussed this. Now we want to see where was the ball possessed. So ball probably maybe possessed there, and then, or is it? You know, you have to ask yourself: Was his knee down? His knee looks like it might. You know, there might be a little daylight here, you know, off of, you know, off the ground. They might not be on the ground. I mean, not that we're going to split hairs, but it, you know, he could still be airborne. And now where does, you know, where does that knee come down and where's the, where, when the knee comes down, where's the ball? Let's look at, we're going to look at this again here from a different angle. Let's go to the different angle here. You're going to, you're going to have to ask yourself those same questions. Here, here he comes. Does he, where does he possess it? Is his knee down? Okay, so we'll look at another angle here. Let's look at this angle. Does, that one doesn't really help us, but we do have one more angle coming. This one. This one might help us. Boom. Is his knee down? Is that knee down? All right, so. Have them text in. Text in, yeah, viewers. Text in. So these are the things I want to know. You got to text in. You got to let us know. These are the things we want. Was, the, was possession 
gained in the field of play and his knee down prior to going in the end zone. So that's, that's one question to ask. The second question to ask, if his knee wasn't down, did his momentum bring him into the end zone? So would the momentum exception apply? And if the momentum exception applies, then where's the ball put into play? And finally, if, the, if he does possess it, possess it and the momentum exception does not apply, then what happens with the ball? Okay, these are all these things that, that can happen. That's why they had to talk a little while. So, Robert, okay, so I know you, we've already kind of, you already know, know the answer yeah. here, but, but uh, from, let's just start at the first part. Do yeah. you have possession in the field of play down before going to the end zone? My answer to that question is no. No, okay. I do not. Okay. He didn't secure possession, at least by my judgment, until the ball broke the plane of the goal line. So the ball was not possessed in the field of play. It was possessed in the end zone. Okay. So you have the ball. No, that's first, first piece. Ball possessed in the end zone. My assessment of this is that if my brain would work fast enough, I would want to put this ball in the end zone. And you're going you're gonna to understand why here in a minute. But looking at it, splitting hairs, if I, if I can put this in the end zone, I'm going to. I might be able to push this one and put it, in, put it in the end zone and say he possessed in the end zone. And you're going to understand why here in a moment. Robert, what is, what's our text people saying? Wow, we're getting them all. Okay, here we go. We got uh, possession in the field of play, knee down. Okay, We That's have uh, possession in the field of play and taken into the end zone with momentum. Okay. We have high school. It's a touchback before the fumble. Possession with the knee down, touchback uh, bef before the fumble. No, that's a oh. kick. They're thinking yeah. it's a yeah. kick. That's yeah. a, a kick only. Oh, we lost our uh, we lost our video here. Um, that's a kick only, though. Um, not. I understand where you're going, it, but that's not a kick. If that was a kick and the ball was broke the plane, but not an interception. Don't get that screwed up, okay? Interception. That ball is still alive. So, so but so we've got. All right. So we've got interesting. We got interesting uh, comments. We're across here. the board. We're kind here, of across Tim. the board. We're we got a smorgasbord of viewers, and a smorgasbord of viewers were different rulings. So that's why we're talking about this, Tim. This is an excellent play. Okay. So if let's walk through each scenario. Scenario number one: If you have the ball possessed in the field of play with the knee down, Robert, if you did, let's, I know you don't in this one, but if you have possession with the knee down, where are we putting the ball in play next? If I have possession with the knee down in the in field the of field. play, yeah. Oh, that's, that's easy. We're putting the ball down right there. Ball down at the one yard line. Yeah. Pretty simple. Okay. So now, if you have the ball possessed in the field of play and knocked down, and the player's momentum takes him into the end zone, this is where it gets a little goofy. Okay. And Roger Reddings, who was uh, the, uh, you know, the Reddings book, he's done some high school crossover stuff with, with the NCAA, but he was the NCAA rules editor for a while. He said that this was the momentum exception. The crew said that they ruled that the ball was possessed in the field of play and carried in the end zone by the momentum of the defender. So they put the ball at the one yard line saying that the momentum exception applied. Here's the thing, folks. The momentum exception does not apply here. And this is the reason why. 
Momentum exception applies when it comes to a opponent's loose ball. So we go back to the beginning of this play. Team B had possession. Team B fumbled it. Team B recovered it. They do not get the momentum exception. It's in the rule book. You can go read it. It says opponent. In, in high school football, it's the same in college. But in high school, they don't get the momentum exception here because they're the ones who caused the ball to be loose. So if you have, like Robert said, if you've got this possessed in the field of play and the runner is not down and now he's down in the end zone, Robert, what is that? Safety. Boom. It's a safety. That is a safety. They did not call it a safety. They called the momentum exception. Now, this is why I said earlier, if my brain can process this fast enough, I'm, I'm saying he didn't possess it until he was in the end zone because you go back to that first point about if you call it an incomplete pass, you don't have any of this garbage. But if you call that, if you make the ruling that he didn't possess it until he got in the, fully possessed the ball until he got in the end zone, that is a touchback. Why? Why is that a touchback? Because the, the ball was, well, actually, you know what, Robert? Because the ball left the end zone, right? So the ball left the end zone. We have a loose ball. How did the ball get back in the end zone? The, the new force is was, actually by the, is by the defender. By the defender, so it's still safety. It's a safety. It's still a safety. Unfortunately. See, that's why we ask ourselves those questions. Who put the ball in the end zone? This is a safety. This should have been a safety. If you've got this possessed or not possessed in the field of play, if it's in the end zone, team B put the ball in the end zone. That's their end zone. If team B puts the ball in their own end zone and the ball is down there, safety. So it would have been better. They ended up ruling it. They ended up giving them the momentum. So if you were in that category of you had him down in the field of play, that was the same result of the play. So it doesn't matter. But by coming out on the announcement saying it was a momentum exception was incorrect. The momentum exception does not apply here. Robert, you, is, is that, what, are you, what are you getting from the text? Yeah, they, they are agreeing with us. Uh, there are a lot of elements to it, uh, but they are agreeing. Every, everyone's in agreement based on these different scenarios because you have to make the judgment rule. Do you have his knee down? Everyone agrees that there's a possession, but now it's the timing of the possession and was his knee down is what we just have to make a judgment call. And that's why we get together and, uh, and come to that decision. And then knowing that you, don't, you can't use momentum in this situation because the force of uh, the, the loose ball in this case was by the defense. So don't factor that in your decision-making process. But yeah, if you deem that the knee was down, give it to him at the one. If you deem he didn't get possession until the ball broke the plane, then go ahead and just rule it a touchback. <laughs> well, can, can, they, how, can they rule it a touchback? Yeah, because the force of the ball never left the end zone, right? Oh, if you're saying it didn't come out. No, here's what I'm saying, Tim, is like, okay, he intercepted the ball. The ball, the, the force of the ball remained with possession in the end zone. Because if the next B2 de defender secures possession and you rule it that he secured possession in the end zone, the ball never left the end zone by rule. So, you, but the, if so you're saying on that play? Yeah, so here's what I'm saying. The force of the ball going in the end zone was the uh, offense. Teammate, right. Yep. So B secures the possession, loses the ball, but where was the ball next possessed? Back in the end zone. So the ball by rule never left the end zone. I don't know about that. What caused the, what, 
who put the force on the ball? Team B. Team B. Team B. It, the ball leaves the end zone. Now all bets are well, off. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're, you're, but by rule, the ball never left the end zone because the possession of the ball remained in the end zone. The physically, the ball went out, but it was loose. The ball was actually possessed in the end zone where the force of that was, I know what you're saying, was from the fumble, but it never left the end zone. It never left the end zone. It's like, let me put it this way. Let's say the B defender intercepts the ball, runs, fumbles, and then his another B2 defender lands on it. We're not calling that a safety. No, because the ball never left the end then zone. Then the ball never left the end zone. But this time the ball does leave the end zone. Once the ball comes out, it's out. That's okay. So viewers, let's comment on that. Let's comment on that. That's why that's why I'm here talking about on January 6th. <laughs> right. Once the ball is out, it's out. I agree. You, with you you've lost. Now the the initial force. So B is the is the one who has forced the ball. The ball is moving whoa, away whoa, whoa. from the ball is moving away from the end zone. It, you, there's a, I'm sure that there's a casebook play where, so like, I'll give you an, I'll give yeah. you an example. Let's turn this around. Okay. So now I'm team a, uh, and I'm like first and 10 going out team A's first and 10 going out. And now I have the ball. Okay. And I fumbled the ball and the ball, I fumble it forward. Okay. So the ball is grounded by the way, this is a grounded fumble. It's not airborne. Sure. It's grounded. And the ball is moving that way. My end zone is behind me. If I'm the defense, defender and I go to scoop that up and I muff it and put it in the end zone, who put the ball in the end zone? Because the ball is moving away from the end zone. They put a new force. Team B is the one who forced it back in the end zone because it was going away. Now, if, if, if Team A fumbles the ball and the ball goes back to the end zone, then, then Team A is the one who put the ball in the end zone. But in this case, Team B would have because the ball was initial direction. was Now, it's got to be grounded. If it's airborne, if the ball was airborne and muffed and goes back, then the fumble is the one that was what put the ball in the end zone because it wasn't grounded. A new force can be put on, and so and that's it's a very similar thing. The ball is moving away from the end zone; it has left the end zone. By by the ball coming back to the end zone, B put a new force on it because it's go it was going a different direction. I I agree I agree with the new force with the defensive player who intercepted it fumbled which caused the new force of the of the ball status to be out of the end zone i agree with that so who put the ball back into their own end zone was b which is a safety i agree with that yes the force of b was the was through the fumble and that's a new force so i'm agreeing with that um i'm agreeing with you when I, if we're hauling up i'm agreeing with you and i'm glad we're talking about it the status of the ball being a fumble and then possessed, was fumbled in the end zone and then repossessed in the end zone is trumped by the force that made it leave the end zone, right? Correct. So that's, that's, that's why I'm talking this out loud with everyone, but that's what it is. Right. The force caused it to leave, even though the status remains in the end zone. Because it was, yeah. because it was, it's grounded and it's left. The status of the ball, well, yeah, because the status is that it's now left the end zone. So who put the ball in the end zone? Well, we know who put the ball in now the end zone. Now we do. Who put the ball back in the end zone? Exactly. <laughs> who put the ball back in the end zone? Team B put the ball back in the end zone. So this should have been this should have been a safety. But I like the first, whoever ruled this an incomplete pass, you win. <laughs> because like you said, 
You have none of this, but this is one of those where it was a test question, okay? You'll see this on a test question and you'll be like, hey, I saw it on MIBT. So anyway. People, our, our viewers are saying, wow, just wow. Uh, yeah, it's just wow. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. This is fun. Be because January 6th. Because you know what? In, a, in our game out there, guys, in football, in our game, we are huddling on this situation and we do have to come out with a ruling. And we're going to have to explain to both sidelines. We're going to have to. We have to explain well amongst ourselves and then convince the coaches of what we decided to go with. Yep, that's what we're going to have to do. All right, we're going to look at one more play. I told you that play would probably take most of the meeting. We're going to look at one more play. I'm going to save a, we're going to revisit some of the bull stuff also next week because Bill will be back with us. And he was on, he was actually on this game. Um, so you know what? I'm actually not going to show this one because Bill was on this game and I want, I want him to, to talk about it. I'll, I'll pull up, uh, Let's pull up this rose. Let's pull up the Rose Bowl pylon play. So we're gonna we're gonna go to the Rose Bowl. Bill was not on this game, but uh, I want you to uh, look at at this play. We're gonna go wide on it because there's two pylon plays in the Rose Bowl that were interesting. So he's see he goes airborne. We're gonna get a better view of this here in a second. Rule the touchdown on the field, and so I want you to see the replay of this. So he goes airborne right here. And then he is, uh, he's got a uh, um, hand down. That foot, it looks like that foot might be down, but it's not. We, got, we saw the other view. So now it's like, you see where he, he goes airborne in the field of play and his first body part to touch. So he's airborne now. His first body part to touch out of bounds or is out of bounds after he goes airborne. But we rule this a touchdown on the field. So let's walk it through and look at this play, look at this angle right here. You see he's airborne. Where's the ball? So if he touches down right here, is this a touchdown? Is in high school football? So we're gonna we're gonna apply the high school football rule. He leaves the he leaves in he leaves the field of play inbounds at the one. Where's the ball when he gets airborne? Goes out now he touches there. Is this a touchdown in, in high school football? Robert, do you have this as a touchdown in high school football? Yes, that's a touchdown in high school football. Why is it a touchdown in high school football? Uh, he well he his. Uh, Foot was inbounds in the field of play, and prior before he went airborne. And when he went airborne, uh, the ball was inside the pylon, uh, which gives him, you know, that plane to score points. And therefore, the ball becomes dead once it breaks the uh, um, the goal line extended. So he's good. He's good in that situation because his foot was in the field of play. The ball was inside the pylon, and he got the uh, the verticality of the goal line up. Correct inside the pylon. This play reversed the player. You turn him over the other way. Now he leaves the field of play airborne, but the ball is outside the pylon and he then first, he first lands out of bounds. Is that still a touchdown? No. In order for him to get the uh, extension outside the pylon, he would have to have touched his foot on the goal line or in the end zone in order to get that extension. So sometimes the runner can come, touch inside the end zone and stick the ball out. He gets that, that uh, extension goal line beyond the pylon, but that didn't happen in this case. The foot was in the field of play. He didn't touch the goal line or the end zone. Therefore, he only gets the uh, 
inside the pylon for that ball to break the plane of the goal line. Correct. Goal line extended. That's where a, it's a goal line extended play. It, it, that didn't happen here. He got it inside the pylon, so he's good. If it was on the other side, he would have had to have a body part inbounds to get that goal line extended. He would not have if the ball was reversed in this play, but he did by getting it inside the pylon. So we're good to go here. So now here's our last play of the night. This is also from the Rose Bowl. There was a couple interesting pylon plays here. So here, here we go. Coming back to the field of play, rule the touchdown. You're going to get a, a replay of this. Here's a replay right there. Foot in bounds, possession. He's got a foot in bounds, but now he's coming out when he, he's coming out of the end zone. And where is the ball when he possesses it? So Robert, he's coming out of the end zone on this one. And right there on that shot, you can see if the ball has broke, if the ball has broken the plane here, it's pretty easy to touch But what if in this shot right here, you ruled that when his feet are down right there and where he's possessing the ball, the ball has not broken the plane of the end zone. Would you have a touchdown on this? Okay, well, he's got possession of the ball with his feet in uh, the end zone, but the ball has not broken yeah, the plane. Let's go back to yeah. Let's go back to that view. Let's say right here, you know, looking at it down here through here, it looks like it. But let's say you rule that this ball has not broken the plane there. I got the best eyes on the planet. Right. I got I got the ball did not break the plane. Then we're putting the ball where that ball uh, progress forward progress was at because it didn't break the plane. That's the game of football. The ball's got to break the plane of the goal line. Well, that's important. It's an important point because it's where. It doesn't matter the direction he's going. Just because he's moving back into the kind of back into the field of play or towards the field of play, if he possesses that ball, clear possession, and it's broken the plane, that's a touchdown. It's just it's and, and the other thing is is goal line extended. So now Robert, let's say this you go back to this play and we're gonna say he's possessed the ball, but this the ball here is outside the pylon. It's now outside the pylon. Does he get goal line extended in this play? Yes. Enthusiastic, yes. Yes, he sure does because he's got a body part in. He's got a body part in. He'll get goal line extended in high school. So that's it. We only had those few plays, but I knew that one play was going to take a long time. And I appreciate everybody uh, being patient with us. No play of the week this week because of the computer issues, but we'll get back to that next week. We're going to have Bill back with us next week, coming fresh off the national championship game. Maybe we'll have some stuff to talk about in that game with Bill. So I want to thank everybody who joined us for a little bit of football talk tonight. Um, if you disagree about the, that, uh, about the force thing and stuff, let us know. Because I'd like to hear, if you, if you, can, if you want, want to say that, no, that should have been a touchback, it should have been something else on that play, you can email me, tim at mibtmedia.com. Maybe I'll put that out. You know what? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try. It's a, because it's a, it's a national game, I don't know if I can do that. So maybe I won't put that out of play of the week because uh, I, I can't. I don't own the rights to it. So, um, so we can't do that. And, uh, but I want everybody to email me, tim at mibtmedia.com. Maybe I'll just put it out on the Twitter and say go to our meeting. And unfortunately, if you're not a member, you won't be able to see it. But maybe I'll, I'll reference it you know, in, in uh where you can go and find that clip because I'd be interested to hear what everybody has to say about that and what your opinion was. I and mean, we got a bunch of people to text. So if you were watching this on the archive, please be sure to do that. So 
We'll be back next week, 7 p.m. Central, right here at MIBTOnline.com. I want to thank Robert. Robert and I, man, it was just you and I tonight, buddy. I think we did all right. It was fun. Create a little, uh, you know, emotion with that play. That's fantastic. We all learned something from it. So thank you, viewers, for commenting. We appreciate your engagement. Have a wonderful week. Perfect. And uh, Alex, he was running the board there. I almost pulled him in. I almost put you on the spot, Alex. Would you? What do you got? Was it momentum or was it touchback? You know? Uh, <laughs> we'll call it touchback. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Hey, I actually, I actually did think uh, safety on that one play though. Okay. Because I had a, I had a similar uh, backyard football experience. <laughs> you know, I had a pretty incredible interception and. You know, oh, and too they, bad you guys weren't there to call it because they would have gone safety. They would have wanted to. Yeah, there you go. No, a touchback. We're gonna give you. We'll give you the ball run. So, all right. Thank everybody for watching. I'll be back. We'll be back next week here at mibtonline.com. Have a great night. Enjoy your week. We'll see you then. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to the mibtonline.com podcast. Join today at mibtonline.com. We'll catch you next time.